Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Black Card Rehab, the show where we go from zero to black one episode at a time. I am in, I am joined by my white friend, Paige. Hi, Paige. Hello. Hey, on a scale of zero to black, how are you feeling today? I am feeling uh, Julius's ex-girlfriend in this movie. Uh, that's where I'm at. I'm tired of being quarantined. I'm ready to talk some shit. It's going to be great. Awesome. Um, that's great. <laughs> yeah, she was awesome. A fan favorite, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, I have I have many notes about her. <laughs> and Crystal, on a scale of zero to African American, how are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling. I I don't I don't remember this dude's name. What is the dude from Get Out? Um, not his character, but the fact that he is British. Because I've been watching a lot of British TV. Um, Daniel, <laughs> I I believe his last name is Oluolu, but Oluolu, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's who I am. I'm just bug eyed and British right now. That's how I feel. I just finished watching Fleabag. So. Oh yes. <laughs> Jake and I have been watching Dark, so we've been just like knee deep in in German subtitled sci fi madness. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and today we are uh, we have a guest. I'm very excited about this guest. Um, he's very hilarious, and you you guys are gonna love him. He's also seen this movie. Um, very excited to talk with him about it. Richard Douglas Jones. Hello, Yay. hello, hello. Not Hi. only. Not only do I uh, have I seen the movie, I do believe I own a movie poster for it. Do you really? I believe so. I'll have to go to my mom's house and dig through. Like I used to work at a movie theater, and so I would find by they, choice you know, or by accident. Yeah, oh for sure, for sure, because it was Eddie Murphy. I didn't give a damn that the movie was terrible, but like, yeah, I used to work at a movie theater and. Uh, they give us the old posters, and I believe that's one that is still rolled up in in my what used to be my bedroom closet at my parents' house. So you saw this in theaters? Uh, no, God no, okay. God, <laughs> God, no. Okay. God no. Well, well, before we get into it, um, so on a scale of zero to black, how are you feeling today? Uh, how, I mean, who's black? Are we talking? Um, any 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 person place or thing that okay is i was gonna really say you know corona <laughs> or no corona any given day i'm i'm somewhere between james evans and malcolm x like all day every day that's, <laughs> that's just where i live so who knows that's awesome and you're you're originally from tennessee you're in tennessee right now is that correct yeah, memphis tennessee yep yeah mm-hmm. how funny i so i taped another podcast this morning with a crew from nashville so oh, okay. it's it's just been all Tennessee morning for me today. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> we we beef, but like they don't care that we're beefing because they're clearly better. So they're just like, that's nice. <laughs> so uh, and tell us where people can find you. Um, and you have a podcast too, right? Uh, yeah, I have a podcast called Black Nerd Power. Uh, I've been yes. doing that for a good while now. Gosh, uh, about five years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us. You can find us on iTunes. You know, basically anywhere you get uh, podcasts. You can. can uh, let's see where else. Our new network, the uh, Kazuki Network, they have their own app, so you can find us on the Kazuki app as well. 
That's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, then in, in addition to that, I'm hosting an open mic kind of thing every Thursday uh, on my YouTube page. Uh, yeah, I just get on Zoom and broadcast that live to my YouTube page and people get on. We have fun, talk shit. Just it's a good time. And that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I okay. So this movie, so the movie that we're talking about today is is I keep I keep in my head mixing it up. Is it Vampire in Brooklyn? It's yes. in, not of. Yeah, because he's not from now, there. Okay, Crystal, yeah. <laughs> do you want to explain why we ended up watching this movie? Please. Because, do you, do well, you want to provide to some clarity? <laughs> so Paige start Paige started suggesting horror movies. And I am very easily scared. Um, so I was like, okay, sure. But what about one that's also funny? <laughs> well, um, and, oh, go and ahead. Angela Bassett and Angela Bassett happened to be in it. Um, oh, oh. And then, oh, I think I know what the reason you're talking about is, <laughs> is because every time she mentioned, what movie was it? So I, oh, I Black recommended the no, I recommended that no, we should watch Blackula because it is a historic <laughs> film and a benchmark of black cinema because black people were not included in horror movies in a, I guess, protagonist way, really all that much before Blackula, aside from Night of the Living Dead. And you said, okay, Blackula, but you thought that this was Oh, Blackula. yeah, the whole time. So then I was looking it up and I was like... Uh, you because you were sending me links, and I was like, mm, okay, but can we actually watch this movie? Because every time you've been saying Blackula, I've been thinking it was this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that it was the one with Eddie Murphy in it because I, I had no idea. <laughs> um, so yes, but and then and the and the fact that I'm a scaredy cat. Um, but yeah, so that that's why we chose this movie. Um, I'm glad okay. we did though. This was entertaining as hell. It, it was so I I was so entertained. Like it was so 90s and like so fun for me. Like it's not good, good. No, but it's, no. Let's let's not call it that, please. <laughs> but it was it was a good. It was a fun ride. <laughs> like. It it was um the the vampire nerd inside of me was frustrated, but sure. overall, like not enough to stop watching it. So like <laughs> I'll give it a pass. Uh I would like to remark, because it's one of the first things we see, uh Eddie Murphy in an interview more recently has claimed that the reason he believes this movie failed at the box office is because of his wig. And <laughs> I don't think he's wrong. Like, I think that might be accurate. Uh, if you gave me a list of things that ruined this movie, that wig is up there. It's of course, at the top. Because nobody, nobody wants to see Simpson without Ashford. That's what it is. No, Ash Ashford without Simpson. Sorry, Ashford's the guy. Sorry, because that's what he looked like. He looked like Nick yeah. Ashford. He's just you know solid as a rock, but you you roll on solo. This this ain't right. He, he looks like if Eddie Murphy himself had tried to grow his hair out, interview with a vampire style. Like he mm -hmm. saw that movie and was just like, "That's what vampires look like." I'm gonna grow my own hair out, and then this is where we landed in the middle of it, and. 
there's a part of me that was like, no one else has crazy hair like this. You know, even the people that we meet that are from the same island, like if he had just had normal hair, like Eddie Murphy's regular hair, you know, coming to America hair or, you know, Eddie Murphy, the person hair, I buy it and I'm not distracted. (laughs) But this wig was a character in and of itself. Yeah, that was always the biggest thing that bothered me about the movie was that he modeled his vampire off of like a Slavic vampire like 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 there isn't you know vampire lore or vampire vampiric like lore within the african diaspora you could have very easily done the same thing and that's that's honestly i think why the movie failed because nobody bought him as like a count dracula it's just like nigga please you're this okay so this count chocula maybe but not count dracula (laughs) like gotta go now this was this movie was basically um coming to Vamp Wakanda. Like that's <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's what it was. Like it literally was a mixture of coming to America, um, Black Panther, and uh, you know, vampire story all mixed in one. And like, but yeah. <laughs> I, I think Richard is absolutely right because it does get so close to being a good vampire movie mm. where there are vampiric stories from the diaspora and they are fascinating. And we even see some of it in Julius's character, which is more indicative of like a tra- traditional zombie, like zombie with a D, um, yeah. where it would have been like you know, scopolamine as opposed to, you know, what we would think of in the Slavic vampire lore, which would be a familiar, which would be like a human, not a zombie. Um, But then even as we see other people in that world, like other people from the island, they're more in line with an Afrocentric vampiric narrative. Eddie Murphy is the only one trying to be Slavic and he keeps wearing that crazy scarf that looks like chili pepper fabric. Like, you know, the kind of (laughs) pants you see a cook wear at Chili's like that. It it bothered me the entire movie, entire movie. It was wild. I don't even remember what you're talking about. (laughs) It's the red and it's like red and yellow. Uh-huh. And it looks like a southern woman's tortilla warmer. Like it's that <laughs> that pattern. Like if you went to Paula Dean's house and picked up an oven mitt, it looks like that. Um well, okay, so uh Richard, what is your history with this movie? Have you seen it more than once? Oh yeah, I've I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I the first I remember seeing it when it first came out on HBO. That was about uh, all I remember, I remember, and I remember, I was like, okay, this is interesting, and yeah, that's really just kind of it. I remember, I was like, it was funny, but like, it could have been a whole lot more. And I was like, yeah, that wig is stupid. And then I was like, oh, he's trying to do the whole Count Dracula thing, and I'm just like, why? Yeah. Um, and but at the same time, I was excited to see it because you know it's Eddie freaking Murphy, and this is yeah. what like ninety ninety five. So this is this is hot Eddie. This is Eddie coming this is off peak of, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, he's coming off that heat. He's got you know boomerang and distinguished gentleman. He's got a couple of hitters, and you know then you understand the term jumping the shark because this was this was <laughs> this is kind of it. This it was this <laughs> one, and, and then like and then after this was like Norbit. 
where he does like you know oh, the yeah, whole, this also- shtick where he does multiple <laughs> characters and yeah. the, you know yeah so yeah, yeah keep that in mind yeah this is this yes. is pre Norbit wow he's <laughs> testing the Norbit waters though with for sure. his preacher oh, for character sure. oh for yeah. sure. and preacher and the clumps yeah <laughs> why didn't a makeup lady powder that face that is the oily preacher yes because Uh i was like i understand what they're going for Uh but it's his whole face right his entire face it just makes it look more fake yes oh man yeah and if he was a preacher like that i mean you know he he would have been carrying around a towel and it would be of course with it yeah he'd be mopping it it up to have a towel um okay the first thing that I want to bring up about this movie that I thought was funny uh, and interesting is, so he, <laughs> like, it just seems from Jump that he is, uh, <laughs> um, the, the vampire character is just automatically allied with Black people just because they're Black. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I thought originally, except that there are dead Black crew members I know. on the I, ship. <laughs> Oh, but they're, oh, are they? I didn't yeah. see anybody that looked black to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the, Angela Bassett finds one, but then there's another one in the initial scan of the ship. So, like, he has straight up killed black people, but then suddenly is like, nope, we're friends. And you know more about vampire, about vampires than I do, but I my impression was never, like, it was that there was, like, a race thing. Like, is there? Like, I mean, obviously, in terms of being able to play certain characters, you know, but I mean, I, I mean, t- vampires used to be humans. So, you know, they're taking their yeah. classes bullshit with them. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I guess absolutely. <laughs> they they consider themselves to be the master race, if you want to think of it as like vampires I mean, first, all humans second. But I mean, in terms of like who they're not going to kill, like he immediately uh-huh. is like, Here's this black dude I've never met. Like, we're cool now. Like, what? <laughs> okay. You're also yeah. foreign. Like, I don't... I, my experience also of, like, black people that come from other countries isn't, like... They, they don't always ally with the first black person they see. Yeah. And, and I really <laughs> don't know why that is a thing or why he allies so quickly with Julius. That's not necessarily a vampire thing the one thing i will say is vampires almost always have what's called colloquially a familiar which would be like a human helper that can get them things during the day yeah 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 Yeah, usually in turn for becoming a vampire later on yeah yeah the Mm. part that they add and i think really the speed of the initial parts of the movie where he like meets julius and they're like instantly buddies I think is more just kind of like a yada 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 get to get to the point, which I think this movie does a lot. Where like we just need to get from point A to point B, so we're either going to do it with Eddie Murphy saying things and creating new rules for vampires every time we meet him, right. um, or through other characters' exposition or voiceover. And I think this is one of those things where it's just like, and eh, we're not going to spend that much time on it. It's not that yeah. important. Yeah. The vampire Eddie's vampire feels more like a plot device than an actual character to me. Like he yeah. like all the he's the least interesting character in the movie and the movie's called Vampire in Brooklyn. The least interesting mm. character I, is the vampire. I was really kind of shocked that he wasn't playing Julius. 
because I see a version of this movie where like James Earl Jones is the vampire and he's Julius. And that movie sounds awesome (laughs) all day, every day. I want that movie, but that's just coming to America. So like, (laughs) you know, that's kind of where we're at. I I was not surprised to find out that Eddie Murphy co-wrote this movie with his brother. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Charlie Murphy. Murphy. (laughs) Having pancakes with Prince in heaven. Um, (laughs) I wasn't surprised that they co-wrote it. Yeah. I was going to say, if I may nerd out for just a second, I wanted to backtrack backtrack and correct myself. Uh, Vampire in Brooklyn came out well, well, well before Norbit, uh, the Clumps movies. Uh, It was Vampire in Brooklyn, which led into the Clumps movies. That's what got him ready for for those two movies. And then Norbit came much further after. I don't want nobody coming after y'all. So yes, you were saying, (laughs) Eddie Eddie wrote this with Charlie Murphy. Eddie wrote this with Charlie Murphy, but it's directed by Wes Craven. Yep. Which is wild. Wild. That's Mm -hmm. so crazy. I'm like, the guy who directed Nightmare on Elm Street, famous landmark horror movie, also directed this. Sure did. <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, so most ridiculous moments. The first time I saw that wig, I lost my mind. Uh <laughs> I, well, it's, on I the, it's on the cover. <laughs> I I know, but like I didn't really look too close at the cover and I think when I saw it all I could think was oh it's him trying to do vampire like interview the vampire like that kind of a thing and i didn't think it was going to be the entire movie i was picturing more of like a coming to america kind of thing where like maybe when he first arrives he's a little vampire but then he cleans himself up and now it's this hot vampire romance story but i feel like we don't really know if we're supposed to be rooting for him or not through most of the movie <laughs> which is kind of a problem because you're like, is he the hero or is he not? Should they be together or shouldn't they? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is the plot device. Yeah, yeah. I, um, my, fir- my first favorite moment was, Ahoy, motherfucker! <laughs> I have that in my notes also! I I, I have, Ahoy, motherfucker! But John right Witherspoon! <laughs> Oh, John, John this, yeah, John Witherspoon is a scene stealer throughout the I whole can't. movie. This is My favorite movie. line is, uh, when you say, uh, uh, you better do a dick check, you don't know what else falling off. Yes! <laughs> well, every time he sees Julius and sees that he is clearly a walking corpse and doesn't register <laughs> and just, it, like, doesn't, yeah. was just like, well, that's normal. Like, every time that happened, I lost my damn mind. Uh, this is so ahoy, ahoy, motherfucker! Ahoy, motherfucker! Uh, this vessel, Stevie fucking wonder. <laughs> I uh, have you seen Speed Two? Yes. This is the the first twenty seconds of this movie are Speed That's Two. True. That's true. It's the end of Speed Two. It's the end of Speed Two. Um, I also have a note that just says that pigeon is bold because there's a pigeon. <laughs> That like flies at their heads inside the house. And I'm like, it's nighttime. Pigeons are asleep. <laughs> but yeah, Ahoy Motherfucker is great. <laughs> but then the vampire was shaped like a wolf and I was instantly angry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Tell us why. So 
a few things. Vampires have been known to shapeshift, but typically shapeshifters are a completely different category of cryptid, not a vampire. Uh, vampires most typically are associated with bats because of vampire bats. It's a whole thing. Uh, so that's typically what you'll see a vampire changing into. If somebody's changing into a wolf and back, that's usually a werewolf. But also, if we're going with the narrative of a vampiric monster from the diaspora, there are no wolves. It should be something else completely. Bat actually fits way better. Uh, so yeah, it was just a, a vampire history frustration for me. But did you notice that after he said Jesus, Mary, and Jojo? And I like to think that he meant Jojo of Casey and Jojo. He probably did. Knowing him, um, he probably did. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. he's right. What would JoJo say about this? Um. Oh, I also wrote down. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn is full of hoes. Um, that was a special <laughs> Brooklyn moment. Brooklyn is full of hoes. <laughs> this movie has some great lines. I mean, like, I what I will say. I will. What I will say is that, like what's clear to me is if you didn't know anything about like Eddie Murphy or his history, it's just clear that him and the people directing this movie, they understand comedy more than anything else. Yeah. Like, they don't the, know. The they, mo- like they watch like Bella Lugosi. Like they, they had, these motherfuckers have clearly never seen the lost boys. Like never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Low on vampire lore, high on jokes. Yeah. Uh, I loved when Julius's girlfriend, I believe her name is Ava throws him out because he was snoring during sex sex yes <laughs> and my notes just say why does he have awake apnea <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, it also says leave it to italians to murk a fool named julius because julius uh, caesar yeah, uh, uh, i didn't yeah. even catch that Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that in this movie. A lot of names that I think in the script were like, insert name here. And then they got to filming it and were like, I didn't mean for Justice to be the real name for the cop. Well, <laughs> that, that that was an interesting dynamic, too. Like, I don't know if you remember this, Richard, but like the at towards the end, it started to feel like I was like, wait, is this supposed to be in Alec? about black people and cops but they're using black and black people like because nah i would you never, know what i'm talking I, I get you but nah i would never no, nah it was never no, fully fleshed that, out yeah, but i was nah, like they started saying say, some nah, lines nah, they started saying Eddie, some lines and i'm like what is going on that, Why are they that getting may so have been his, his one attempt at wokeness but no this is an eddie murphy movie it <laughs> shit ain't deeper than it's about as deep as the issue of Jet Magazine. That's as that's, that's, <laughs> that's deep Beauty as they're the going. Week. Yeah, that's as deep as they're going. Poor Simba Kali. Poor Simba Kali. Her her career just kind of just it's like she got third rock on on NBC. She and was the roommate. That, Is that right? Yeah, Nikki. Nikki, the whole mm-hmm. Babylon. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Nikki. Although she she's as two-dimensional as a character comes in this script. Yeah. Mm. She has no needs, wants, or agency other than she wants to get into anyone's pants. Justice's, <laughs> Max's, it doesn't matter. She literally invites Max in off the street. Listen, just to like, Brooklyn is full of hoes. Full of hoes. Full of hoes. 
<laughs> All in one area code, believe it or not. One block. Fuck you, mean one block. Yeah. That that is the same block shot from different angles. I I'm convinced it's all the same city block. It reminded me of we went to Paisley Park and they have the set for Graffiti Bridge still there because they shot it at Prince's soundstage at Graffiti at at Paisley Park, and it looks like that set, but just shot from different angles. Like, I'm pretty sure I looked it up and they shot like three days in New York on location. I don't know where. Uh, And then the rest was all shot in L.A. over six weeks. And it's 100 percent the universal backlot, just Uh, like uh turning the camera around a couple different times so that it looks like different streets. But it's all the same street. Different cars. Uh Uh-uh. (laughs) did this movie just feel like it had does it it felt to me like it had another ending and then they changed it (laughs) yeah well i don't know or or they were really like yeah now we're gonna make like three of these like you know what i mean (laughs) they were really confident that that. they were gonna make three yeah because to me julie the the whole thing with julius at the end like, I mean, I, I kind of saw it coming, but at the same time, I, I was just, that wasn't the payoff I was looking for. You know what I mean? Right. I guess what I mean is, like, I'm when Angela Bassett actually becomes whatever, I was like, it, it just didn't feel like that was what was going to happen. Um, that whole right. weird thing at the end with, like, her being the killer, I was just like, oh... I don't know. It just felt messy. Um, and also, he kind of, like, she was supposed to, like, voluntarily dance with him. He kind of dragged her out there. I'm just going to put this out there. Like, he he kind of dragged her to the dance floor. Yeah, he glamored, he glamored her for sure. You know? So I was like, mm, is this voluntary? It feels like a gray area. <laughs> I think the funniest I, thing about all of this is that uh, Angela Bassett actual vampire she is an actual i know if you have angela bassett ain't aged a damn day (laughs) since the filming of this movie because she's actually a vampire she bathes in the blood of virgins (laughs) and the full moon with ll cool j and mc light (laughs) ll cool j also has not aged you're absolutely right and they drink the blood of lena horn yeah (laughs) But they're calling it oat milk. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's out here campaigning to uh, hide her true identity. <laughs> Telling if us she to buy oat milk. If she told me that she was murdering people and bathing in their blood to look that way, I would be like, yeah, good. It's Sign working me up. for you. <laughs> Sign me up. How much is that? Why doesn't Gwyneth Paltrow do it? She looks old right. as shit. I would stab them while singing the theme song to the show Fame. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna live forever. Yes. You get it. You get it. I get it. It, Is this movie good for the culture? I guess that's a question I have. (laughs) I'm not equipped to answer that. It's good for the culture. Okay. All right. And we're going to go there. It's good for the culture. In the same way that a black lady sketch show is good for the culture, uh, okay. we're kind of we're allowed to we're allowed to be weird. We need spaces where we're allowed to deviate from shit. 
like mm-hmm. black is is not a genre of movie you know what i mean yeah so so yeah, yeah it, it it creates those spaces where we're allowed to deviate from the norm and not have to speak for all of blackdom every time we make a goddamn movie so yes it, in that regard it is important but to try to sit there and be like this shit is art fuck out of here <laughs> yeah so if you had the opportunity like if you if we could like send tyler perry back in time <laughs> okay like mm. if you had a choice between a movie written by tyler perry versus eddie murphy right after he did this movie who are you picking Eddie Murphy every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy's <laughs> definitely going to be the better. Eddie film. Murphy, look, look. Say what you will, but at the same time, <laughs> Eddie Murphy also wrote Harlem Nights. Like, okay, you know what I'm yes. saying? So, like, even I haven't if- seen Harlem Nights. Oh my god, oh, that's a put that that's on the what list. This whole podcast is about put that she, on the she list. Also... And I'm coming, no, nah, fuck that. I'm coming back for Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights okay, is my okay. second Harlem Nights in Blazing Saddles. Harlem Nights, those as far as comedy, those those are the two. So please, please, please let okay. me come back to do Harlem Nights. Um, right. but yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Mo, Eddie wrote Harlem Nights, like Tyler Perry's wrote flop after flop after flop after mm-hmm. flop. Mm-hmm. Eddie yeah, wrote Harlem Nights, which is, is rough. He's a terrible writer. This is terrible. better than most Tyler Perry movies. Just in it's general. Better <laughs> two, yeah, I'll give you that. You know, like it's don't get me wrong, it's bad, but there are, are way worse movies. Like, yeah, like for sure. it's that it's that level of bad that is still watchable and pretty funny. And right. like I might turn this on come Halloween because <laughs> sure. why not? Why not? It's sure. fun. Sure. I I will say anybody who can write themselves into a situation where they are uh, inhabiting the body of a preacher, but while being a vampire and giving a sermon to congregants is a fucking G. Like <laughs> that that scene where he was like, "Gee, we're always talking about Jesus." But you know, there's two sides to every story. <laughs> Evil's good. Evil good. is good. Get some oh piece of evil. Woo! <laughs> I was like, this is the funniest thing I have seen in yeah. a while. I, I have in my notes, how did he know about that one guy seeing a prostitute or a sex worker? right yeah because like, he just like ha- points a dude that- out in the crowd that he has never met and is like paul you saw a two dollar <laughs> hoe last night and i'm like first Lit- of all two dollars <laughs> even with inflation girl you undercharging but like that's a deal that is a deal that is a deal and he just like out of nowhere ma- is like it's it's, her. A, it's a deal and in the 90s it definitely had aids definitely <laughs> oh, God. i mean um Sorry, In HIV. General, HIV. Pro- pro- full blown AIDS is, is good. <laughs> full blown AIDS is is questionable, but definitely HIV. Yeah. Well, okay. So that when that happened, I was like, "Oh, does he also like read minds?" I think he must. He knows yeah. the men of Brooklyn. I just, I, I just assumed it was telepathy, and just was just like, "Okay, yeah. they're just gonna just throw out okay. powers willy nilly." Fuck it. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'm I'm willing to suspend 
Yeah, that's a kind of vampire thing is telepathy. Or at mm-hmm. least the power of suggestion is often attributed to vampires. The one vampire thing that they kept that I couldn't believe they were faithful to amidst everything else is vampires have to be invited into buildings. And if you, I was watching for it, they invite him every time. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Yeah. And it's like definitively they do it. And I was like, why did you pay so much attention to this <laughs> and not for anything else? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Because maybe they did um, watch The Lost Boys. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I wrote down that. Um, Oh yeah, like uh the way that he's behaving uh Eddie Murphy or whatever his name is. What is his name in the thing? Max- Maximilian. Ma- Maximilian. Okay. I was going to say Maurice. He looks like Maurice. Maurice. Yeah, he looks like Maurice White from Earth Wind and Fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, he would, I mean, anytime he was like actively trying to seduce, like I, it was so creepy. And I was like, yeah. I, there was part of me that was like, do they, are they trying to make it creepy? And then she still falls for it. Like, it was so weird. I was just like, there's no way Angela Bassett outside of, uh, I don't know, like the spell that he has on her is going for this guy. Yeah, not over, not over, especially not over like Taco Meat Alan Payne, like in his, like, come on now, come on now. I, I will say though, put Eddie Murphy in just some like suave 90s clothes with a haircut that is not that wig. And now you've got a competition. (laughs) Now I am debating, like, who is she going to go with? And in reading about this movie, a lot of people were like, well, the chemistry between him and Angela Bassett. I was like, what chemistry? Yeah, I don't see it either. It's so strange. Why is this a thing? Why are you talking about this? It's just bizarre. Paige, what I was, I don't know if you heard caught this part when John Weatherspoon um, ripped off uh, Kaneem Hardison's arm and then said, oh, look, you're the fugitive now. <laughs> oh, it, I was so, like, that is he wonderful. He has the best lines in this movie. He has the, I was like, I think he improvised probably almost all of that. Oh, yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, so the flip flopping, I was like, uh oh. And flip flopping is great. Yeah. Dick check. That's still my dick favorite. <laughs> Better do a dick check. Yeah. <laughs> Have we talked about the snake in the nightclub yet? Oh yeah. Why? Okay, so my my first thought when I saw that snake in the nightclub was that he was in the form of that snake. Right. Like he That's was what the I thought wolf. too. And then, no, he just shows up and saves her from the snake. And then, like, a worker at the nightclub is just like, oh, sorry, this has never happened before. Which just means that there's always a snake there. And it's just (laughs) never tried to bite anybody. And I'm like, why is there just just a a snake at the buffet? Or maybe he just grew up with snakes and he's just really comfortable with snakes. Maybe it was that his snake. Maybe it was his snake. It's like, oh, you naughty George, you. <laughs> You're supposed to be in the back. In the locker. Sunning yourself under the heat lamps. Right. In the locker. <laughs> you guys, that was at Zico's, right? That, that was dance at Zico's. Club? I was at yeah. Z- yeah, Zico's. 
Dr. I wrote Zixo. down, who said this? I understand the Negro people. Who said that? I can't remember. Somebody said that in this movie. Oh, it must have been a white person. Nah, yeah, that sounds like something on- only a Yakubian would say. And I can't remember. Yeah, it, it would have to be probably one. sometime in the beginning when Julius was dealing with the Italian dudes. Or maybe Eddie yeah. said it. Maybe the cop. I think it was like one of the cops. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, and I also wrote down... Um, Oh yeah, that uh, that uh, Eddie's hair got even more raggedy when his face did. Yes, he looked like a Klingon. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, he did look like a Klingon. He yeah, he does. Michael Dorn was just like, I could have played this role. <laughs> I already had the makeup. Um. Okay, so let's let's give our our, our review. Um. So usually we rate movies. Um. Uh. You know, out of five hair picks. So, how many hair picks um, are you giving this page? Oh, this is this is a five hair pick movie, and all five oh, okay. of them are used. They're all used in that wig. That like that <laughs> that wig alone necessitates the five hair picks. Um, but no, I'm I'm gonna say five hair picks because I'll definitely watch this again. It was it was fun. Uh, it's one of those movies that I feel like you could get a group of people together and it's so bad. Everyone laughs at it and has a good time, but it's not so bad that it's not fun to watch, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll give this five hair picks. Yeah. Well, what about you, Richard? I'm going to go with three and a half hair picks. Okay. Three and a half. And, and why is that? Um, just cause it, you know, it's well-rounded. It's, it's, you know, it's experimental for for what it was. So you know, I appreciate that. But at the same time, it just it wasn't a great movie. So you know, it's, it's about an average score for about yeah. an average movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm I'm gonna agree with Paige. I definitely. Well, I think I'm gonna give it four hair picks because I yeah I will watch it again for sure. Um, I I agree with you too, Paige. I like I like I wish. I why don't why don't black people have like like why can't this be our Rocky Horror? You know what I mean? Oh, like we've got man. like things that we say at the screen, like clothes we wear, things that we throw at certain scenes, like you know, I like think, you know, maybe I got grapes to step on when they when he steps on his eyeball. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we should wait to watch Boo and Medea Halloween first, just to. <laughs> see if maybe that could be a contender um okay <laughs> i i will say this i feel like within this movie within the like bits and bobs and cobbled together pieces of this movie there could be a legitimately good horror movie like i feel mm-hmm. like if we handed just the premise of this movie to jordan peele we mm. would get an amazing sure. film and I'd absolutely. be so happy to see it. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that would be really fun. I, I just the comedy, honestly, was just like that. That's what drew me on. I, every moment was done so well. Like the moment when I, she storms out, and there's just a beat, and he goes, "Women," and like I was like, <laughs> "This is so great! It's so funny." <laughs> Oh, we didn't even talk about Angela Bassett angry painting. Oh yeah, where oh, she's yeah. just like so mad that she's just like paint, 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 paint. 
Yeah. Or, yeah, like the double, like, why is there a double of her? Right. Like, speaking to her from her dreams and, like, I did think that first scene and the, the nightmare that she had, though, that was really good. I was like, oh, okay, I'm drawing it. But then after that, I was like, it lost me. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's too it's too much real fast. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like her dreams are clairvoyant to a degree, but they only really explore that, like, once. And I feel like if this was a horror movie, that would be kind of a mounting fear is things mm. in her dreams coming to pass mm-hmm. you know basically being that those dreams were planted by eddie mm-hmm. murphy's character um yeah i i almost want to like rewrite this as a horror movie <laughs> like a real horror movie yeah and submit it somewhere and-, and just be like somebody make this I'll act in it, but I probably won't watch it because I don't want to be actually scared. <laughs> like, what do you think of your next movie? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Well, you don't watch your movies? No, it's scary. I don't want to watch it. Exactly. I'm like, Crystal, you coming to the premiere? No. <laughs> nah. <Mm-mm>. <laughs> um, okay, so Richard, I'm curious. Have you ever had your black card or votes? revoked no yeah. questioned constantly you hear the way i constantly. talk you hear the way i talk people are forever trying to question my gangster there are some black people i know that are amazed that i know other black people i'm just like i got a, I got a family full of them i went to a college that was full of them they were everywhere that's right you went to howard right i did yeah but but no revoked no never <laughs> no. yeah i've had white people revoke mine it's really bad i've um, had that i've had white people tell me they were blacker than me and i was like nah the police would would beg to differ um <laughs> no no i've been to your barbecue you're white yeah. you're, 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 i've been to your house it's dirty you're white um <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Questioned, yes. Re- re- mm-hmm. Revoked, removes, nah. Have you revoked other people's black card? Uh, yes, yes, I have. I took somebody's <laughs> card that told me they had never seen the color purple, which is why I was asking you earlier, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and I have. I have yes. not only seen the movie, but also the stage play, the musical. <laughs> No, but more importantly, like we were saying, you you have the distance from it to to find it quite hilarious. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and I guess that's yeah. I I think that's that's interesting that when you say that, like distance, but also like um, it's not just distance in time from when I watched it. I think there's also a distance from like in also like um the uh what you call it the the time that it took place. Um, I, now I say that, but I will say I, I will not watch new slave movies, like new movies about slavery or, uh, oppression or civil rights. Like that's really hard for me. Like black trauma. Like I did not watch Queen and Slim. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. I, I, I gotta be real selective about my poverty porn like it's 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 just it's just getting enough like and like i i don't have a problem calling the shit out either like you know everybody's all up on the wires nuts and i'm just like the wire had zero black writers get the fuck out of here shit is poverty it didn't oh i didn't know that yeah it's like a oh one of of those things that 
white people love to ignore about The Wire when they watch yeah. it and it makes them feel woke. Zero I... black writers. Wow, I have not seen The Wire, so that gives me you're, even more. You're now good. I can throw that at people's you're, face you're when good. they tell me I need to watch it. <laughs> well, what's what's something in black pop culture that you're consuming lately that you really like and love? Uh, I'm still pissed about the Empire finale, quote unquote. Oh, <laughs> now okay. Full disclosure. So this is this is funny because. Um, I think that the first time we actually met, right? Yeah, it was yeah, at a yeah. festival. Yeah, the Big Pine, yeah. Yeah, and so I and I had written um I had written a script for a podcast where you the the theme of the podcast is um they have comedians write a, a script of a show that they've never seen before. Yeah, a spec and, script, right? Yes, and I have never seen Empire still to this day. Um <laughs> And but um, so Richard played. He played. Uh, well, in my in mine was, was <laughs> when I was writing it, I could not think. And I right now I'm not going to be able to think of his name right now. What's Lucius Terrence Howard Lucius. is the actor's name. But yeah, yeah Terrence. I could not think of Terrence Howard's name. So in my script, I just named him that dude from Hustle and Flow. <laughs> Wait, is that what is that what it's from? Yeah, 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 yeah from yeah. Hustle and Flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. Flow. Because I could not remember his name, and I was like, I'm not going to Google it. I'm just going to keep it. <laughs> so so you don't like the uh, the finale of Empire, then? No, because it's not it's not the true finale, but, you know, Corona just kind of okay. took it away, so you, you didn't, oh, really have, didn't really okay. have a choice. Um, oh, that's too You bad. know, I just uh, the occasional episode of Martin, because apparently it's always on now, so, you mm-hmm. know, I just, mm-hmm. I just dip in and catch an episode of Martin. Mm-hmm. And dip right back out. Uh, I added the uh, the Cardi B coronavirus song to my running playlist. Oh, yes, <laughs> shit is real. Shit is getting real. <laughs> shit is real. <laughs> shit is getting real. Uh, coronavirus. Come on, I I just love her so much because. <laughs> She t- she gets to talk to important people the way that I wish I could talk to them and still be respected. Like she and still make money, I guess. But yes. she gets to yell, and I'm like, yeah. we all. That's how we all feel. The closest that most of us will ever see to true freedom. Like yeah, the, yes. the only people <laughs> the only people I can think of that are black that are freer than Cardi B are like Jaden and Willow Smith. They that's true. They, that's <laughs> true. Them two, them two ain't got to care in the goddamn world. <laughs> The freest black people you ever meet in your life. If Oprah ever has a child, that child. That is so true. Oprah, that's why Oprah had no child. If Oprah had a child, that child would be the black messiah. Fuck out of here. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. What about you? What um, what what what, what kind of what kind of cultural stuff are you consuming? Well, I'm. You know, I. It's funny because um, I. I, I really love doing this podcast because it's it's really forcing me to do what I've always wanted to do, which is catch up on all of these things that I just missed. Um, so I really, really enjoyed watching that. I mean, the other week we watched um, Waiting to Exhale. We've also, <laughs> yeah, and I'd never seen it before. Get your shit. Yes. <laughs> get, yeah. Get... <laughs> <laughs> If this is basically uh, just been an, an Angela Bassett tour 
For yes. sure. I can dig it. A trip I can dig through it. her these, career. And I love it. These were it. both in 1995. So yeah. she had Waiting to Exhale and this movie. Um. If you're looking for good black 90s movies, have you seen uh, Eve's Bayou? I haven't. I, I think put I've it started. on the list. Started, yes, I need to put it on the list. Yeah. Put it on the it's list. It's a long list, though. Cassie Lemon. It's a black. It's a. It's a black. It's a black woman director as well. Cassie mm-hmm. Lemon. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she's directing something else that's coming out recently, right? I just mm-hmm. listened to an interview with her. Um, I can't remember her name. What did she? What did you say her name was? Cassie Lemons. Cassie Lemons. Yeah, she's directing something else. I. I or yeah um so but yeah the list is long i'll i'll reach back out to you for uh harlem night for some more suggestions and we'll definitely have you on for harlem nights for sure yay yay thank you so much (laughs) for being on my podcast oh this was great thank you for having me yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we'll be back next time (laughs) 